0: The Jeremy Callahan Show. Golf, 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 more, more. Learning how to chip, learning how to hit the drive, learning how to putt. Oh, I want more. Welcome to the This Week in Golf podcast, episode 30. We are rounding down the end of the 2023 PGA Tour season. It is now Two events left, the BMW Championship and the FedEx Championship. Is that what they call it? I have to check. Anyways, two events left, and we just wrapped up the St. Jude. And let's get into it. PGA News, Lucas Glover wins the St. Jude Classic. He wins $3.6 million, 43 years old, back-to-back wins, the previous week he won and there might have been some people out there that think it wasn't an elevated event it wasn't the strength of field that it normally is it was a lot of it was a lot of players actually trying to qualify to get into the top 70 to get into the FedEx playoff and Lucas won that event so now he goes to St Jude and shoots 15 under and wins the tournament against the top 70 in the world he moves up to top I think he's in the top 20 now. He's 19 in the World Golf Rankings. Two weeks ago, he was like 120. So quite the move for him, quite the two-week process for him, and really life-changing and grinding away for years and years, and he finally breaks through in back-to-back wins. $3.6 million. He's a lock to be in the top 30 for next week at the Tour Championship at Eastlake. And he's won over five million dollars in the past two weeks alone. So, <laughs> yeah, quite quite a change in your situation. He goes on to beat Patrick Cantlay in a playoff. He ends up; they both end up 15 under. He stumbles a little bit at the end and has a bogey. He's lucky to get a bogey. He was sinking some. He was sinking like 20 footers to save par. He sunk one to save bogey. He ends up coming in at 15-under. They go into a playoff against him and Cantlay. And Cantlay, first shot out, hits it in the water. And Cantlay ends up making a bogey. Glover makes a par. Boom. It's over. He's your champion. Rory was good. Rory was close in there. Rory was 14-under. Just kind of story of Rory's year. You know, right there a lot, but not really coming through in the clutch or Getting over the hump, I would say. I wouldn't say, he's, well, maybe he's not coming through in the clutch. That's what a lot of people think. Golf's a hard game, man. Uh, so what changed for Lucas Glover? Why, why all of a sudden? Well, he was really struggling, and he was the first to admit it in the in his press conference after the round. Essentially saying he had the yips with the putter, and he was putting horrible all season. And he said um, he ended up changing to a long putter, which is the same exact putter that Adam Scott uses. And, boy, it it sure made a difference, right? But he was actually saying at one point, he was like, that didn't work. He was going to go left-handed. So he was, you know, obviously trying a lot of things and not giving up. But that was the difference. You know, changing the putter. He's always been a good striker over the ball. He doesn't have the longest backswing, so he's got a very controlled, repeatable swing. And now, he's won back-to-back, and he heads into, um, where are we going this week? The BMW Championship. And he's locked to make it to the the next weekend. Now, personal story about Lucas Glover. Well, personal to me. Okay, as I'm saying this, I want you to take a look at my face, because uh, people... Here and there, over the years, have told me I look like Lucas Glover. Not really sure why. I don't see it. I asked my mom. She doesn't see it. But for some reason, my friend Ryan used to say it way back in the day when he first won the U.S. Open. He's like, dude, that guy looks like you. So, yeah, whatever. And then this year, I was at the at and at Pebble Beach. And they have this whole... It's a, it's a, the, the Pebble Beach tournament is a celebrity tournament. So all the celebrities that play in the tournament, if they're like a musician or a comedian or uh, a singer, they're expected to play, um, or perform rather for the volunteers. So I happened to be in the volunteers tent the night that, um, the performing was happening and I was standing, I wasn't a volunteer, so I was kind of standing where The the players and the celebrities and everything stand. And we are watching uh, Lucas Nelson play, uh, who's a singer, country singer. And so Lucas is on stage performing. And this random ass dude walks over to me, a younger guy. And he's like, hey, I just wanted to tell you, I have been a huge fan of yours for many years. I think it's great that you're still out here grinding and trying to make the cut. And and I was like, what in the hell is this guy talking about? And then it made me think. I was like, oh, my friend Ryan said I look like Lucas Glover. Lucas Glover was in the field. And I was like, dude, my name is Jeremy. It's nice to meet you. I am just happen to be standing where you think I might be. Some-. Anyways, that was my, uh, my doppelganger is Lucas Glover, apparently. And this guy thought... It was so funny. The guy had the guy had vast knowledge as well. He's like, I think it's I, he's the best. There's only three players on tour that don't wear gloves, and Lucas is one of them. And I mean, wow. So, congrats to Lucas Glover, my doppelganger, for winning back to back weeks. And we will see what happens again. This week is the BMW Championship. It has been won the past two years by Patrick Cantlay. And this is uh, the top 50 players, no cut. So I was looking at like past champions and obviously Cantlay's won at the last two years. But like one of the year, last year he wanted it 14 under. And then the year before was 23 under. Then the year Rom wanted, he was only four under. And then literally every other score has been like 20 under, 23 under for the last five or six years. So I'm interested to see what happens with this. What's really interesting is the year Rom wanted it only 4-under. And all the other times it's been 20-under. So, who knows? Maybe they've got this course working to where the final score should be 12-under, 14-under. But it could go to 20-under. Anyways, that's what's happening in the world. Let's just talk some um, random odds and ends on the PGA Tour. And the first one being is... When are they going to allow players to wear shorts? And quite honestly, why haven't they already? And when is there going to be a vote? Change the rule. We know the rule is going to change this year. Okay? They want to do um, bifurcation and make the ball not go as far. They want to do all these different things. Well, guess what? How about wearing shorts? Lucas Glover last week, I didn't think he was going to win because on the 13th hole he had swamp ass you know what swamp ass is? If you're from the South, you certainly do. Ass sweat. He had so much ass sweat that his he his pants were soaking wet, besides like the pocket areas, because, you know, there's extra material around your pockets, So those looked fine. And then he was just soaking wet the rest of the way. It's like, and the best is the broadcast. They just like act like it's not even happening. But I'm like, dude, this guy's sweating through his pants. He's got major swamp ass and he's still in contention. I, I mean, talk about overcoming. Imagine imagine that. Like, you know, like I was playing last week and my my leg hurt, my calves, to where I could barely walk. And I was like, hopefully I'll, you know, this is on like the 16th hole. I was like, hopefully I can make it. Right? So I'm just limping around the course. This guy, he, he had to overcome swamp Swampass to win the tournament. Uh So anyways, Liv's wearing shorts. I think it's just a matter of time before the PGA players are wearing shorts. I don't know if that would have helped the amount of sweat he had. Um, I may look like Lucas Glover, but I will tell you this. I don't sweat a lot. not a sweaty person. So I don't think that would have happened to me. You never know. Um, Other news. Uh, This guy who I don't even know his name, the PGA Tour coordinator, he's out. Uh, Jay Monahan had to take medical leave, and now they're laying off 20 employees. So a lot of change at the top for internally. What's what's happening at the PGA? Okay, continue almost moving along. Let's cover the live news real fast. Um, live tournament bed minister last week. Um, Cam Smith won, won, and ran away with it. Excuse me, 12 under par. It was never really close. He had, I think, a four-stroke lead going into Sunday, and then he shot five unders. So he ran away with it. No one else was close. His team, I think his ripper GC, took home the, uh, took home the team competition. Okay, here's an interesting stat, though. Cam Smith. Everybody says oh, he's a great putter, one of the best putters on tour or the tours or in golf, we should say, at this point. His average at Bedminster was 1.4 putts around. That doesn't mean shit. Like, who cares about 1.4 around? You know what it really means times 18? It means he had 25.3 putts around. Basically, he had 25 putts around. Can you imagine? That's so good. And it's interesting because a couple of weeks ago he won a live event and I made a video on golf BPM where I timed his putting motion to our putting music and it's an awesome video go check it out i'll link it in the in the description but he that video doesn't move the needle i've noticed there's certain players when i make videos about with their swing and timing their swing to music and on on the golf bpm channel and they just don't move the needle you know like i made a ricky video ricky fowler and that video just it pretty much i wouldn't say went viral but it had a lot of hits like mm-hmm. 10 times as many hits as any of the other videos. And then like Rory, a little bit. But like certain guys just don't move the needle. But for whatever reason, Ricky does. And Cam Smith does not. However, 25.3 putts per round. 25 putts around, Dude, that is so good. And to put it in perspective, the greens in regulation, the number one person with greens in regulation last week for Liv was DJ Dustin Johnson, he had he hit 77% of the greens in regulation, and Cam was 30th. So Cam only hit 66% of the greens in regulation, yet he runs away with it. So yeah, everybody can hit the ball long, but it really comes down to putting. And that is that. The only other thing uh, we'll mention real quick was is Phil Mickelson with this book and um, – all the gambling he's doing and how much it is and blah, 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 this and that. I don't know why the guy wrote the book. I don't know what purpose it serves. The guy's obviously got a problem. I'm not a fan of gambling. I mean, I don't care about it. But at the same time, it's like, it's a a nothing burger for me as far as Phil and gambling. And, oh, what if he gambled on the Ryder Cup or he didn't? Who cares? Um, I don't see much value in exploiting someone's addictions. You know? I don't know if he'll ever overcome it. Seems like he's dealing with it. So more power to him. And then the final live news that came out this week is I don't know when in the off season, but they're going to do trades. So you're gonna be able to trade teams are going to be able to trade players now. So maybe Brooks Capsha can get rid of Matt Wolf on his team. He doesn't seem to think he's performing well. That, my friends, is This Week in Golf. Let's go into the BMW Championship. Let's see what happens. One final thought. My pick, or or my best value pick, I should say, speaking of gambling, (laughs) Keegan Bradley. All right, that's This Week in Golf. Hey, it's Jeremy Callahan, and thanks for listening to This Week in Golf. Make sure and hit subscribe so you can get all the latest news and analysis from Golf BPM.